1: It's time to Play Like a Jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play Like a Jet, what does that mean? i to be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. <laughs> In zone more! Touchdown, Jets! Yes! Mike White, how about him? Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away, Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield, Wilson's still going along the sideline, he's not going to go down, Allen tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson, oh look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again, Brees lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown, Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Queen and Williams, what a beast! Number
2: 95 for the Jets! Listen, thank
3: you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. It's time for midweek news and notes. And so for that, we bring in the leader of the Saboholics. He is the co-founder of Jets X Factor, a site where he is also the lead reporter, Mr. Robbie Sabo. Robbie, what's going on, brother? Hope you had a very Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, same to you, Scotty. Thanks for having me on, and... uh Interestingly, the Jets are still alive after some interesting uh, results this past
3: weekend. Absolutely. By the way, before we get into it, I have to say, and I want to say this publicly, thank you to Robbie for sending me some autographed pictures of Wayne Corbett. And the reason I bring that up is not just to tout what a good guy Robbie is for doing that for me, but also to let you know that you can get your very own signed 8x10 if you subscribe over at Jets X Factor, right, Robbie?
2: Absolutely. And hey, all credit goes to number 80. You know, he's the uh, man who signed these painfully, photo after photo. So, <laughs> tip of the cap to uh, old Wayne O there.
3: Wayne getting carpal tunnel just to make every Jets X Factor subscriber happy. But yep. it's a great deal for sure. Make sure that you take advantage of it. And you can always, of course, hit up Robbie on Twitter or via email and all that, and he'll hook you up if you subscribe to Jets X Factor. But, Robbie, with that being said, as you alluded to, wild weekend for the Jets, and now we know there's going to be another shakeup at quarterback. It's been discussed a little bit, but here's how it basically breaks down. Mike White got cleared Monday, so he will be the starter on Sunday, barring some sort of crazy setback. Had to happen The Jets now all of a sudden can get into the playoffs by winning both games that they have coming up and a Patriots loss either to the Dolphins this week or the Buffalo Bills the week after that. So their only chance was with Mike White. If he wasn't cleared, they were dead in the water. He gets cleared, and I'm glad that the Jets are not Compounding the mistake that they made By putting Zach Wilson out there After Mike White got hurt in the first place You and I had discussed it And I was very clear in my opinion That Zach Wilson should not play again this year That he needed a complete reset And that throwing him back out there On three weeks notice When he's nowhere near fixed Had the potential to end disastrously And maybe ruin him even further I think that's probably what happened Very unfortunate But I think if he's going to be able to eventually become a good quarterback in this league, whether you believe that or not, whether you think he's going to be a good quarterback or not, the only way it's going to happen is if he doesn't see the field again this year, has an entire offseason to rebuild himself, and then maybe even an entire season next year to sit and rework the process. But. He is now going to be inactive as Mike White will take the ball on Sunday. Joe Flacco will be the backup. As I said at the time, Flacco doesn't offer you much, but at least you don't care if something bad happens. Not that you want him to get injured. I'm saying as far as him losing confidence or something, that doesn't matter because he's got one foot in retirement anyway. With Zach Wilson, it could just snowball into an even worse situation. So that's where the Jets are at right now at quarterback Robert Sala did also say that they believe in Zach Wilson and they think that he has a big future with this team down the line. He's going to say that whether he believes it or not. The Jets may keep Wilson and try to rebuild him. They may move on in the offseason, as Jay Glazer has suggested. Nobody knows for 100% sure, but you can't take Sala's comments at face value, obviously. Yeah, you were all
2: over it last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. You got to treat Wilson as if he's in the D-League, the G-League. You know, part of the roster, but not really part of the roster. You see it in his eyes. It's, it's completely human, his issues. It's emotional. It's feel. It's, he, he's got to find himself. And will he ever do that on the NFL field? You know, no one knows. And that's the part that he's struggling with. And something has happened. And he doesn't believe in himself. And, and that's that. You can't fix that on the fly. You might not be able to fix that ever so wilson is for future talk right now hey it's starting to feel a little bit like 2009 where one of those late season losses i forget who it was the falcons maybe uh rex's first year they all hoped looked to be lost suddenly things broke right and it's right there in front of them i mean they definitely need help still uh the Pats losing one but it's starting to trend in that direction and they believe in mike white so you know, hopefully Mike White could stay healthy, stay on the field, and run this out. And yet, with Salah's comments, it, the Jets—the one thing they do well, Salah—he struggles at times with the media. But the one thing they do well, Salah Douglas, is they is they play the PR game very well. They say the right things. It, it was the same thing he was saying about Sam Darnold until Darnold was no longer part of their plan. So it, it's all right there and uh, interesting times. If they could win in Seattle and the pass lose, suddenly they're in the driver's seat.
1: That's
3: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. Robbie, the Pats losing took a little bit of a setback because Tua Tagovailoa looks like he's not going to play another concussion for him. Who knows if he even plays in the season finale against the Jets the following week. The Dolphins go into New England, and as we said, how it breaks down is if the Jets win the next two and the Patriots lose either to the Dolphins or the Bills in the next two weeks, the Jets could get in. Per ESPN Analytics, the Jets are at 11% to make the playoffs, which seems kind of crazy to me because common sense tells you there's a much better chance than that. Whether they win or not on the road against the Seahawks, they're favored to do so, and now especially with the news that Tua Tugavailoa may not play the next two weeks, you have to figure the Jets have At least a 30-40% to chance at this point It's still less than 50% Because it's not completely within their control They need more than just them winning to happen In order for them to get in So you can't make it 50% or higher than that But certainly 30-40% seems reasonable Again, I don't know what the algorithm is to figure this out But 11% seems really low
2: Yeah, it seems like they're treating that last spot uh, You know, in the algorithm as a lot of teams still have a shot. So the percentage is going to be lower than we think, but I agree. I mean, the Jets – the Pats have not been a good team this year. You know, when you look at it, looking at the roster, the talent level, I'll take the Jets' talent over the Pats any day, even with the injuries. It'll just come down to the Jets' quarterback. Um, And the Pats, again, even with two out, it's still going to be tough those last two games. Playing in Seattle is tough as well. Gino. Interested that the Jets are favored on the road. I know Seattle has hit a rough stretch, but still interesting. Um, I'd go above 11%, but, hey, it's you can't ask for more based on this losing streak and trotting Zach Wilson out there. And the other thing is this, too. Strebler, you know, God mm-hmm. bless him. I loved seeing him last game, but you can't have him as a backup because you got to change your entire offense if he comes in the game. It's great to have him elevated as a as a gadget guy, but you know this is why the Ravens have Huntley black backing up Lamar. You know Huntley as the backup to Lamar is the perfect scheme fit. You want Flacco, you want a guy, a pocket guy behind Mike White uh, to keep the offense the same. So Strevler loved the injection he brought um, on that Thursday night, but it's just too tough. So hey, Jets have Jets have all the chances in the world this weekend to get it done.
3: Salah also said that as far as the quarterback situation goes... They liked the idea of using Strevler packages, compared it to Taysom Hill with the Saints, which Robbie, as you know, I've been saying since before the season even started, if you read Mike Westhoff's book, Figure It Out, the template is right there. He even discussed exactly how he figured out that Taysom Hill could be a useful player on special teams in addition to packages on offense. And so, even though Salah wouldn't commit to using Strevler in this game against Seattle, I think that's probably gamesmanship. I'd be Surprised if he's not activated in this game. They need the threat of being able to use him because Robbie, Stravler is not an NFL caliber passer. However, he is an interesting chess piece because he can make some short throws and there's at least the threat of that when the ball is in his hands. So the defense has to respect it to a degree. And if the running game, which has struggled the last couple of weeks, can't get going early, it would be a big help to Mike White if Strevler can get in there and rev the engine, so to speak.
2: That dude is a man. I mean, if I want my runners, you know, the perfect prototype, I want at least a couple who just run with no fear, play with no fear and make defenders think twice about tackling them. Like, man, I got to tackle this guy again with his thighs and his knees smacking me in the face. And that's Chris Drevler. I mean, Taysom Hill, you're all over it earlier this year. He's perfect to get in the mix. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, Greg Roman's offense, Strveler would be a great backup in Baltimore. Uh, Taysom Hill mm-hmm. too. It's just that the way it goes. Um, it, I guess the only issue with getting Strveler in the mix is where do you, ina- you know, make another position inactive? You know, you're playing a numbers game at that point with 46 uh, active players. But I'm all for it. A- anytime you can get him three to four to five touches a game, do it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No question. By the way, C.J. Mosley spoke this week as well in addition to Salah. He said the football gods were at work this weekend helping the Jets. Absolutely right. There is no question the football gods were helping the Jets out. This weekend Mosley yeah. also said he's happy to be in the Pro Bowl But wink wink He's hoping he doesn't have to actually go I think that's how most players feel They all want to be selected because it's an honor And a lot of these guys have bonuses In their contracts Plus it's a nice negotiating play For when you become a free agent But most of these guys don't actually want to play in the game
2: hey, Did CJ mostly just guarantee A Jets Super Bowl appearance? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I mean because if you go to the Super Bowl You're not playing in the Pro Bowl So Hey, Namath, watch out, buddy. I mean, Mosley just did it, you know, circa 2022.
3: You know it's funny, Robbie? I didn't even look at it that way. But once you said it, that's obviously what he meant. I thought he was making reference to the fact that nobody actually hey. wants to play in the Pro Bowl. But you got a point. What he's saying is that he hopes the Jets make it to the Super Bowl and he can't play in the Pro Bowl.
2: Hey, it could be, it could go either way. So, and I'm sure Mosley, not unlike other players. Love the accolade, but do not want to participate. I mean, if it's still in Hawaii, like the old days, sure. But uh, it can go either way.
3: Speaking of participation, full participation for LaMarcus Joyner. Also, Cedric Abouhe comes off of IR. His window is wide open. He practiced as well. Jeff Smith and Brandon Eccles did not practice, so decent chance they don't make it back. Denzel Mims is back on the practice field. He's in the final stage of concussion protocol. Solid chance he plays on Sunday, all hands on deck against the Seahawks. I want you to go through all of these, Robbie. But first and foremost, here's the question I have as far as Cedric Abouhe. With George Fant not playing well and maybe continuing to suffer from whatever injury is still lingering, do the Jets have a quick hook with him if Cedric Abouhe is available? Because not that Abuje was a world beater, but he was decent enough when he was filling in, and he gives the Jets another option with an offensive line that has really been struggling.
2: I I think under normal circumstances, yes, but... In this situation, you know, unless it's an injury, I don't anticipate it because, you know, Salah, he, he doesn't pull guys. He doesn't make those changes. He, he waits as long as any head coach possibly can. And because is a veteran, I think he's going to lean on that guy um, even to his own detriment unless it's injury. Yeah. And, and as for the other one, Smith not playing, I, you know. He's a great personality, great leader in the locker room, especially special teams. But they have Hardy, Pro Bowler. He'll hold it down. Mims, nice reinforcement to have depth. Eccles flies under the radar to me. That's a bigger injury than I think people think. You know, he's a solid number four corner. And Michael Carter, he hasn't been great lately in the slot. I think this is just me speculating. I think he's playing through injury. Because his drop-off this season has been stark from start to finish. I thought he was tremendous earlier in the season, and, and as of late, not so much. Uh, and, and if there's no Eccles there, and Carter goes down mid-game, you're really hurting at slot corner. You know, you got Bryce Hall, but you don't want to put Bryce Hall in the slot. And DJ Reed, he's played slot in the past, but you want to keep him outside. So Eccles is a big one. Hopefully Michael Carter's healthy.
3: Quinn and Williams spoke this week. He said that he remembers Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf from college. Alabama versus Ole Miss Ole Miss also had Elijah Moore and A.J. Brown Williams said it was super fun I think we beat them 66-7 to Actually it was 62-7 But hopefully the Jets can beat the Seahawks By the same margin that Alabama beat Ole Miss that year Mike White spoke as well Said he suspects he will wear extra protection for his ribs But he's not sure what yet Quote I'm sure the trainers and doctors and equipment staff Are playing arts and crafts and putting together something for me Says he's felt good enough to play for the last two weeks White on being named the starter for the remainder of the year by Robert Sala Quote, I wouldn't say the permanent part of it means anything Anytime you're named the starter, though, you wear that as a badge of honor But I'm going to have to earn it day in, day out The exact words you want to hear from Mike White And Quinnen Williams, as always, with a little bit of comic relief
2: Yeah, Mike White's got that, you know, QB mind you want And then Quinnen, I could just imagine Quinnen and DK Metcalf sitting around the dorm Uh, You know, the antics they get up to, Um, but I'm sure DK is saying bless you when, when big Q sneezes, (laughs) Uh, you know, Mike white, Hey, it's just don't get hurt. That that's the main thing on my brain right now. Do not get hurt. Protect yourself. He does everything well ear to ear in between the ears. It's just a matter of, he's got a longer release. So that's why he gets creamed. And that's why he got creamed in Buffalo. The protection wasn't great either, but he has no fear, and you want that no fear. But that long release up the middle, stepping in the pocket, just protect yourself a little bit more, and I think you should be fine moving forward.
3: Robbie, last order of business, a surprise in Las Vegas as Derek Carr gets benched for Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham, of course, an old friend of Josh McDaniels. What's going on here is that the Raiders appear to be ready to move on from Derek Carr. If he were to get hurt in the next two games, his guarantee for next year kicks in. They do not want to take that chance, especially since the Raiders are cash strapped. And clearly they are not going to be looking to pay that $7.5 million bonus that is due three days after the Super Bowl. So Derek Carr is is almost certainly going to be available via trade or as a free agent if the Raiders release him. And here's the interesting thing. As my friend Nick Spano over at U-Stadium reminded me, Carr has a full no-trade clause. So if he wants complete control over his next team... He can threaten to veto every trade offer and say no I want to pick my own team I want to be a free agent and force the Raiders hand and then he could be a free agent and the Jets might be able to be in the mix to get him without surrendering any kind of compensation but if the Raiders do put him up for a trade I would expect the Jets to call and see what the Raiders would be looking for either way. I would imagine that Derek Carr would be right at the top of the Jets list. I know that there are plenty of objections to Carr. He's not a great quarterback. Some have cited that he's had a handful of games in cold weather where he hasn't played great. This wasn't his best year. But I think part of the issue is he's a terrible fit with Josh McDaniels. I think he needs a change of scenery. Overall, he's been a quality quarterback, top 12 to 15, for about a decade He's been very reliable other than the broken leg the year that he would have won the MVP. He's barely missed any games, so you know he's going to be out there for an entire season year in, year out. And with this Jets team, with the way the roster is built, they could win right now with a quarterback like Derek Carr. They don't need a quarterback who's a superstar. They need a guy that can competently execute the offense and give them a chance to win with that quality defense and with Brees Hall coming back next year. So I think Derek Carr, without a doubt, is going to be available, and I think for sure he's going to be at the top of the Jets list in terms of potential quarterbacks for 2023 because I don't see a world where Zach Wilson is the Jets starter in 2023, and unless Mike White goes crazy the next couple of weeks, and listen, if he does, great. That would be awesome. Then you don't have to worry about anything. But unless something like that happens, I think Derek Carr becomes – the most logical, realistic option for the Jets, and certainly going to be right at the top of their list.
2: It's, it's funny with the uh, franchises in the NFL, sometimes, and the optimal thing is to draft a rookie quarterback, get him on that rookie contract, and try to get that high ceiling, make sure he's the guy. It, it's been that way for the Jets for a long time now, and it hasn't worked. But it just feels like it's veteran quarterback time. You know, with Zach Wilson not panning out with Mike White, you want to go into next season with Mike White on a new deal. You know, solid deal, nothing crazy, but have someone else there as well. Uh, And Carr makes a lot of sense. You know, if forget if the Jets win or lose, make the playoffs or not, this is going to be a huge topic the whole offseason. So Carr, 31 years old, makes sense. And, And McDaniels too. He's the type who may give up more. For a guy like zach wilson you were saying before the podcast then other guys may you know he's got that gunslinger gm type and i know he's not the gm but gm type attitude in him like drafting tebow that stubborn way about him drafting tebow in the first round when no one else would even touch him so it, the raiders are interesting from a lot of perspectives and Derek carr's name will continue to come up and it'll be very polarizing you know the the people the fans who want him, the fans who don't it's going to be an interesting thing
3: by the way just to finish off what you were saying about Zach Wilson I really like the idea of trading Zach Wilson to the Raiders because as you said Josh McDaniels is one of these guys who only cares about his own opinion if he believes in somebody then he's going to go make the move as you mentioned to me before we started recording Tim Tebow sticks out Also, Matt Castle, he really wanted him in Denver, and that's what caused Jay Cutler to force a trade out of town to Chicago. McDaniels is the perfect guy To work with Wilson too Because he has a really strong Track record with quarterbacks Putting aside Tom Brady Because Tom Brady is Tom Brady He helped develop Jimmy G Jacoby Brissett And look at what he did With Mac Jones And how Mac Jones Has regressed without him Be close to BYU For Zach Wilson Another added bonus Four hour ride From Provo To Las Vegas And if anybody Could help Zach Wilson Become the best version Of himself You'd think it'd be McDaniels Now they'd go And get a veteran And probably sit Wilson For a year While McDaniels Works with him, especially if they got Brady. That's a fascinating scenario because then I think Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels could work to hopefully win something for Vegas while at the same time rebuilding Wilson. Whether it's part of a trade to get Derek Carr or whether they just trade Zach Wilson separately, I think it would be a pretty interesting destination for Zach Wilson. Robbie Sabo, co-founder, JetsXFactor.com. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Don't forget, when you sign up at JetsXFactor right now, not only do you get... Joe blew It's 11 hour 55 minute film reviews But you'll get yourself A free 8 by 10 autograph photo By the legend himself Number 80 Wayne Krebet So go to Jets X Factor And subscribe Now visit our website Playlikeajet.com And our YouTube channel YouTube.com Slash playlikeajet Great videos over there So watch our videos And subscribe If you haven't already Visit our store TeePublic.com That's t e e T-E-E-public.com. We got the John Frank Myers Quentin Williams Bless you Thank you shirt The Play Like a Jet Logo shirt Caps, mugs, hoodies It's all there TeePublic.com that's tee com, And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes If you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money But it goes a long way to help us out So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content You know where to go That's Play Like a Jet Digital com.
1: Okay, round two Name something that's not boring
2: Laundry?